The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, and I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk today. And um, it's a great day in Arizona, you know. I've been hearing there's a lot of... um, bad weather in the um, area, you know, out here in um, Colorado uh, and all like that, but we're in Arizona, we got a little bit of rain, you know, and um, it is great to be out here in Arizona. Uh, we got a great show today. Um, um, I'd like to introduce, you know, I'm going to have a great friend of mine in the um, studio today, um, one of the gentlemen that I played college football with, you know, um, uh, we had some good times together, you know, uh, it was great to have this gentleman, you know, um, play with me. Um, in the studio, I mean, um, in college, you know, um, we were like enemies. He was on defense, I was on offense. So, you know, it's great to get somebody in the studio that you have played with, you know, and can sit there and uh, understand the game, you know, uh, that we have played, you know. And uh, I'd like to introduce him today, you know, uh, Robert Midget in the studio today uh, from the University of Wyoming. Um, go ahead, Robert, tell a little bit about yourself. James, thanks for having me on the show, man. I really appreciate it. I uh, I did play with James on the uh, on the football field in college, and and we were enemies. I, I love to see him coming across that middle, so I can uh, so I can try and let him know who I was. But there were times when I kept missing that Joker. <laughs> well, you know why you kept missing me, Rob? Because I was scared of you. You know, I was trying to be quicker than you. I didn't want you to hit me. You know, uh, we, me and Robert we joke a lot. You know about you know uh, now that we're not playing anymore. You know, like. You know, saying that, um, hey, Robert, you know, you, when you hit me, you know, it was a soft hit, you know, like that, you know. But in the back of his plan, you know, in practice, you sit there and you line up on the line, and I look over, and I'm like, oh, I got to do this play over. I got to block him, you know. And, 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 and Robert, uh, uh, you know, is, is a big guy. Line, uh, linebackers are big, you know. So I'm like, oh, coach, I gotta go block him. Am I right, Robert? He, he, he did, you know, and and I could tell when he was, when one of those players would call because I look over there at him and he'd be looking right at me. <laughs> <laughs> but I did know either he was going to try to block me or he knew I was going to try to cover him. So I would look over at him and he look over at me and there was like a little wink or a smile and, and like, it was on then. <laughs> Well, Robert, you know, normally my shows is um, normally we talk about NFL uh, football and all like this. But, you know, I want to make this show about um, you, me, when we play back and things. But first, um, tell our listeners a little about you, you know, like from college, where you're from. You know, because all my listeners always say, your guests, you know, they're going to tell where they're from and what they do. Give a little background on you, you know, what you know from high school football, what position in Wyoming, and, and you know what you do now. Okay. 
I was a. Uh, he had the cough. Well, he had the cough. Now he had the cough. You know, I'm not used to having a mic in front of me. <laughs> Look, I grew up in uh, in Detroit, and I know your listeners out there are probably thinking already. Okay, wait a minute. What's this guy doing from Detroit in Laramie, Wyoming? They say that to me. Well, Chicago to the Wyoming. Go ahead, Robert. I'm sorry. So, so you know, I uh, I came to Wyoming from Detroit. Uh, I was a, I was a quarterback in high school, and well, hold on, I was a linebacker and a quarterback in high school, and obviously I wasn't good enough to play quarterback in college. So, I uh, ended up playing linebacker in college, and ended up going to Wyoming because. Uh, my, the school that I really wanted to go to growing up in Detroit, I wanted to go to the University of Michigan. And for whatever reason, they thought I was too small to play linebacker in the Big Ten. And so I found my way out to Wyoming. What are you doing now, Robert? I mean, tell me. I mean, well, what you played in Wyoming? Don't okay. be shy now. Okay. Don't be all nervous right. now. I, right, know, right, I right. know you better. Everybody <laughs> out there, my listener, we call him Miz. You know, that's his nickname. So come on, Robert. Relax, okay. you know, on the show. And, you know, what you do now besides okay. me knocking you over on the field? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I uh, grew up in Detroit. I said, came out to Wyoming, played linebacker out there, uh, graduated. And after I graduated, I uh, obviously the NFL didn't work out. And I uh, ended up getting a job with State Farm Insurance, and I've been doing that ever since. I, uh, what I do is I travel around, and wherever there's a disaster, you might find me there. And uh, so that's what I Isn't do. Isn't that like that commercial? Years. Like whenever your State Farm is there, boom, you know that. Well, that's <laughs> a that's an agent that's popping up. <laughs> I tried to get in on that, but they said, "Look, Robert, you you know you just don't have that look to be on TV." <laughs> well, well, you know what? Well, listen, we got to go back. Robert came out a year ago, you know, and uh, we ended up going out to a club. He called me like, come on out, Jay. They call me Love. Come on out, Love. See, he laughed about this, you know. We'll go out to a club. I'm like, okay, you know, no, I go out to a club. So we go out to a club. <laughs> He's like, I came in this suit, and he called me the minister, you know. So I get on Robert. I'm like, why y'all wear these tight shirts? You know? <laughs> well, now. You got to remember, I hadn't seen love in almost twenty years. Yeah, about twenty years. About twenty years. Yeah. So, uh, so I said, "Look, man, I'm in Phoenix. Yeah, let's hook up. Let's go out. Yeah, and and you know what? Love is right. I did have on a a kind of a tight spandexy shirt. Yeah. I got to tell you now, I still stay in the gym, kind of stay in shape. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I'm trying to show off my muscles, right? Trying yeah. trying to be younger than yeah, I really yeah, am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all old now. And, and, yeah, I am. And Love showed up in a three-piece suit. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because, you know, it was good, though. We, you know, we ended up just having dinner and going home. But it was, like, good, like Robert said, good to see him after 20-something years. But, you know, uh, Robert, let's get it out. Like, listen, let's, you know, everybody say, you know, you from Detroit. I'm from Chicago. Wyoming. Everybody say, how did you get to Wyoming? And you know how Wyoming was. You know, uh, Robert, there was only, you know, so many people in Wyoming. Uh, you had the football team and the basketball team. Wyoming is like a town, a place where you go out and, and camp and, you know, fish, you know. Going from Detroit to Wyoming, what were you thinking when they recruited you? You know, I was thinking. Before you get tell how the younger listener, when when you've been recruited to a Wyoming, what, what can they can do that what made you think? You know what I'm saying? What I'm trying to say is okay. explain to them what were you thinking and how they can just say, hey, this is. When I when I was being recruited, I was looking for a school. All of us, we always think coming out of high school that we can go pro, right? Okay, 
And you know, I wanted to play at Michigan. I thought I was all that. And I just knew in four or five years I was going pro. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go and play against the best competition available. Okay. And uh, Wyoming, well, I was being recruited. It, it came down to the Naval Academy and the University of Wyoming. Okay. And quite frankly, I couldn't see myself spending, after four years in college, I couldn't see myself spending four more years in the Navy. Okay. Then trying to go pro. Right. So I figured Wyoming was my best bet. But besides all that, when I went out to Wyoming on my recruiting trip, I noticed that the the classes were 30 people, 25 people. And that was about what it was in high school for me. Mm-hmm. At a lot of schools or colleges, the classrooms are, you know, you have 100 people in there, you mm-hmm. got 75 people, and you, you're not necessarily going to get the one-on-one attention that you might need, that I figured that I might need right. because my ultimate goal was to graduate. I wasn't going to spend four or five years in a place and not get my degree. I wasn't going to be like some of the guys back on the corners back home uh, some of the great athletes that you saw that, I mean, every city's got them, Detroit, Chicago, wherever you go. I mean, you can go to rural, rural America and you've got somebody that was, um, that just wasn't, they, 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 they couldn't cut it, but they were one heck of a football player or one heck of a basketball player. So I didn't want to be that guy. So my goal was to graduate, and I figured that going to the University of Wyoming was going to give me that best uh, the best shot I was going to get. Before I know you're finished, but before that, I like what you say. Uh, for the younger listeners, Robert, uh, can you explain more of that, what you just said? I, I, you know I love that because that's what I did. I had to pick the school that was going to give me the best opportunity as education and for the sports, like you say, classroom. And you just, you just that's the key that made me feel good when you said that, that you have to pick that school. Everybody want to go to the UCLA, the Nebraska. Am I right, Robert? You're exactly right. Explain more to that about, about that, you know, because what were you looking at? And like you say, everybody want to go pro, and you want to go to the big school that's on TV all the time. What what, what should they do? Okay. When, when these kids are coming out of high school, first of all, before you're coming out, your sophomore and junior years, you want to start taking that SAT, that ACT uh-huh. early to get yourself – through the NCAA clearinghouse. Back when I was coming up, it was Prop 48. Right. So uh, you had to you had to pass. You had to have a certain passing uh, test score depending on what your GPA was. Right. So I suggest no matter what sport you're in, you want to start doing that or taking those tests sooner rather than later. Don't wait till your senior year to do it. Uh, I see a lot of kids. I follow recruiting now, and I see a lot of kids – that are fantastic on the football field or on the basketball court, mm-hmm. but they're not getting the scholarship offers because they haven't cleared the NCAA clearinghouse. And, and that would happen with me, Rob. I had to go to a junior college, you know. Is that bad for a kid to go to junior college? Um, you know, it's it's not. I, don't, I wouldn't say it's bad, but it's not. If you would have done the things, James, if you would have done the things. I'm glad you said that, yeah. And go ahead. Talk if you would have done the like, things yeah. that you – knew you should have done back in high school. I wouldn't have to. You probably wouldn't have gone to a junior college. Uh, Unfortunately, you wouldn't have gone to the University of Wyoming because you just had that kind of talent where you could have gone somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you did go to junior college. You did get your grades right. You did get in school, and 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 here you are right now. But you know, I like what you say. You you didn't step back. Yo, James, you should have did what you had to do in high school. 
And you're right, Robert. Talk to me like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And talk to like you talk to younger kids. Do what you're supposed to do, and you know, and you won't have to do that. You know, it's not saying it's bad to drink college, you know, but go ahead, Robert. Yeah. I mean, I respect what you just yeah. said. Yeah, it's not. James, you asked the question, is it bad? No, it's not bad. But did you maximize the opportunities that were laid out for you? In that case, I have to say no. Yeah. Okay. Now, is James worse off for it? You know, you never can tell. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, life is laid out for us, and we make the best of what opportunities we have, or we blow the opportunities we have. So every now and again, junior college to me is a way to step back, get yourself together, well, and and make up for some of the mistakes you made and, early on in life. And that's what I tell everybody. I explain everybody my situation. I did mess up in high school my grades. I didn't think grades were important, but I stepped back, like you say, I got myself together in JUCO where I had to get my associate and went to Wyoming. You're right, Robert. And, 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 and you like say, if kids can catch that before, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. But if you don't, don't sit there and say you're a failure. Keep going on and set that goal. Set another goal now. Right, Robert? Yeah, that's right. You know? you know, James, before I forget, let's go back to this whole Wyoming thing. Uh, you come from Chicago. I'm coming from <laughs> Detroit. Uh, a lot of people always ask us, how or why and and i would say that to to kids coming out now in the inner cities don't be afraid of something that's different okay growing up for me i didn't see it was obviously a different place in detroit than it was in wyoming but when i got to wyoming there were people like me there well i hate to cut y'all right Rob, but we got we're gonna go to break then we come back from break. We're going to get back. We're going we're gonna to hit the key to that because I'm glad you're here. And then we come back. We got a guest on the line. So this is James Loving, hosting Loving That Sports Talk. I'm going to be right back. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you already get the general sports headlines and discussion on tv and radio tune in to the blueprint with randall gatewood yeah we'll cover all the general big name stuff too but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else we'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little known successes If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports. 
with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we... We cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk with my guest Robert Midget in the show. And I have a special guest, one that I love. I have my daughter Mercedes on the line. You there? Yeah, hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. Look at you. How you doing, babe? <laughs> good. How are you? I'm doing good. How's it out there in Casper, Wyoming? Is it cold? Yes, very cold. What's very? Very, very, very cold, freezing. <laughs> what you want to tell us on the line real quick, baby? I just wanted to call and tell you Merry Christmas, and I love you. And you know what? Your dad loves you, and thanks for calling in. And you know what? You know, I miss you a lot, babe. Miss you, too. And how's Bentley doing? Bentley's a dog, you know. She called Bentley, and her name Mercedes. How's Bentley doing? <laughs> He's good. Well, that's good. Well, thanks for calling in, babe. Dad love you. Yeah, okay, love you, too. Bye, baby. Bye. I'm back on the air, everybody. I love my daughter calling, you know. She's so special in my heart, you know. So that's Rob- real sweet. <laughs> you know how it is when you have these kids, you yeah. know. It's like, you know, they, they touch your heart, but you know, she's doing good. Well, Rob, back to what we were saying, you know, um with the uh, all football. You know, I wanna make this show it's about you, Robert, because you know, uh, not because you're my show and all that, but I always respect you because what you have done and I've seen you know, your life, you know, you have never been in trouble, you ain't never done, you know what I'm saying, and, and for the younger kids, how can we help them, and what, what what we can talk about, Robert, and back to what you were saying, with, and I love what you got on me about junior college, I didn't do what I was supposed to do, you know, and I don't take that as a credit, I take that as a compliment saying, you're right, you know, I got to get myself, and kids, you know, it's not a bad thing or a good thing, but can you elaborate more on that? Yeah, our kids need to realize that every decision that's made, that they make, or any decision that they don't make can impact their life sometimes for the next day, sometimes for the rest of their life. I'll give you an example. If if you know if a kid, I don't care if the person's playing football or basketball, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If you're hanging out with the wrong crowd, you know right from wrong. You know when somebody says, hey man, let's go steal this car. Or, hey, let's go snatch this purse. Or, let's do that. Or, let's do this. You know whether it's right or wrong. At that point, make a decision. Hey, man, I ain't down with that. 
But, but Robert, um, um, I have a question for you on that. You know how it was in college for peer pressure. You got a kid that's uh, going away from home. Now you're in college. You got all this freedom. It's freedom. Am I wrong or right? You're, you're right. The decisions you make, you want to have fun. Am I right? You, you do. A- am I wrong or right for we, saying that? We, you know, you know how what we like, man. All this freedom. We ain't got. We ain't got to go class. We don't want to go. Nobody. My mom ain't. But we can go hang out. You know. How can that peer pressure stop you from your friends and saying we know right from wrong? Yeah, but we're gonna pick the wrong over the right, right? Yeah. As a as a kid, right? Yeah. So how do we we? Well, you know what? There's really, in my opinion, there's really no way. I can't tell you how you do that other than to just do it. Mm-hmm. You just have to man up, knuckle up, cowboy up, whatever they're calling <laughs> it these days, and and be a man and say I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Love, I'm not going to go steal a car. Yeah. How stupid is that? Yeah. Okay, and, and you know, they may say, hey, Robert, you're a square, or yeah. what What they call them now? Uh, what they call squares now? I, I, you know, uh, a bobo. A, uh, a, nerd, a, a nerd, nerd, a nerd, a nerd. Okay, a yeah, nerd. everybody know what a nerd is. Yeah. They might call you a nerd, but you know what? When it comes down to it, maybe, not, maybe you don't get caught this time, maybe you don't get caught the third time, but that fourth time you get caught, and you're not around, or the nerd's not around, now you're not in the system. Right. You don't have to worry about not being able to get a job because you did something stupid in college or something stupid in high school. So uh, that that's, it. that's what I would say. That's what I would tell my son. Everything that you do is going to be judged at some point or the other. Yeah. And do you or are you willing to make a decision that's going to affect the rest of your life for something that you're going to get five minutes of pleasure out of? But you know what, though? I'm going to go back or I'm going to make you talk about this, Robert. Uh, well, I can't keep saying Robert Midge. You know, everybody would call him Midge his nickname, you know, because Robert Midge, you know. So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to say Midge. But, you know, out of respect, is Robert Midge to me. You know what I'm saying? And my audience let them know, you know. But um, you you don't think about that. You just think about having fun in college, you know. Let's go to the, the um, sorority party. Let's go to the um, fraternity parties. And, you know, let's go out drinking. And, and you know, you ain't thinking that five minutes going to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. What do you do? I know you keep saying you got to man up, but that's fun. That's your freedom for four years. You know. Four years of freedom. And, you know, you, Robert, you know what I'm saying? Well, for five, it was five years. You keep saying four years. It was five <laughs> years for me. <laughs> Well, everybody know Robert Redshirt. Let's say you Redshirt. <laughs> okay, look, I didn't say. See, all that stuff you just said. You said let's go to the sorority party. Let's go get a brew. Let's go to let's go yeah. to TDs. Yeah, TDs. You know, yeah. you know uh, we we did that. Yeah. And yeah, I did drink too much. I did get into some bar fights every now and then. Yeah. And and that was stupid. But what was that the five minutes of when you got caught? See, you didn't get caught, right? Right. I never got caught. You see, I'm not saying you're the only one. Be right. too now, but I won't say know that. But yeah, you're right. But you never got caught. But what if you did? You know, you well, if I did, then I would have been in trouble. Right. You know, I didn't. I never said that uh, the good Lord's not looking out for me, or mm-hmm. if you know, if you don't believe in that, if it's not luck or destiny. I'm not saying that. But there, there were times when I said, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, I'm not going out doing any drugs. I'm not going out stealing cars. I'm right. not going out doing any shoplifting. I'm not going to do that. Now, if if James would come to me and say, "Hey man, let's go, let's go get to the forty, 
Yeah. I was down. We was down. You know, I was TD, down for that. Let's go. Yeah. You know, but if James would have said, and no, James has never said this to me, but if James would have said, hey, man, let's go break into this uh, dorm room and, and steal this computer. No. I'd have said no. You know what I mean? There's a difference. There's a difference in doing something flat out illegal and doing something fun. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this, Robert. Okay. Um, let's, you know, Wyoming, there were star players there, you know. Let's say the star player go out and, um, like, you know, I'm trying to go back like Cam Newton when he got that computer, stole something. Let's say a star player Wyoming, you know, went out and stole something. You think they should get a, 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 a buy or get away with something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, you know, what I'm trying to say, just because the star player of that team, should they get away with something? Should they it be overlooked? You know, every time, you know. Are you asking me? Then a regular player, you know what I mean? Are you asking me should the star player be treated than the than the the regular player and the regular player be treated yes. differently than the, the the student body? That's my message. Uh, right. I, I would say no. Nobody should be treated differently. Explain that to everybody okay. listening. So okay. you know. What I mean by that is if if I'm the star player and I go steal a computer, okay, I should be treated just like anybody else mm-hmm. who stole the computer. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, are there times when, okay, you said explain that. I said no, they shouldn't be treated differently. No, I don't think they should be treated differently because – at that point, you start teaching that athlete that what they can do or what they do is forgivable. Well, not forgivable, but um, they can do it with no consequences. No consequences. Okay. Okay. And I think if you look at some of the players in the NFL, some of the players in the NBA, some of your star players, even star players in college, I think you'll see that there's a certain type of personality that we as society have, we fostered this personality, we fostered this behavior in them. And uh, and no, if you ask me, no, I don't think anybody, I don't think they should be treated differently than anybody else. Well, you know, and, and I have to, you know, go not that I go back from college, but to pro, because I remember when I was with the Eagles, I was driving down to um, Lang City, I mean, totally drinking, I got pulled over by a state trooper, and you know, and he knew it. And, I, you know, this was back before it started to get bad. But, you know, he came in the car and he went back and brought the captain. You know, he told me, can you sign an autograph for my son, you know? And it was because I was on that team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now, you see, nowadays the athletes are starting to be accountable for that. They get in trouble now, you know, the police and, you know, giving them no getaway. The, the, the commissioner is hard on them. But that's the star athlete. Do you, you, you take that away, you know? Because, like you say, they was getting different. They were getting special thing treatment. Okay. Do I think that's fair? No, I don't think it's fair. But that's how the society is. That's though. how society is. Now, I didn't say that. Uh, I, I think it's wrong that maybe you were treated differently than somebody else. I'm glad you were treated differently than somebody else in that case. <laughs> I really am. But uh, the question was, do I think it's right? No, I don't think it's right. But. In this case, it worked out for you. Right. And and quite frankly, I do think if there are certain circumstances where in uh, maybe drink, uh, driving drunk or mm-hmm. something like that, I think there are certain circumstances where maybe the police might escort you home versus. But it's wrong. Yeah, well, it's wrong. Well, yeah, it is wrong, to, wrong. Drink, to drink and drive. Right. 
but there are certain circumstances that I, I really can't tell you when that circumstance is mm-hmm. that maybe you do as a police officer you get that person to ride home versus take them to jail no. okay well, I don't think jail is always the best solution it's, I guess what I'm saying mm-hmm. in this case but I mean if you break the law and as a player and somebody else okay say like me when they let me go like say like a normal person is right what would they do they would took them to jail right in most why did I get special treatment? Well, why? Because you were a Philadelphia Eagle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that right? No, it's not right. That's what I'm saying, you know. It's not right. But but you saying certain cases, jail ain't, you know, but this person over here is nobody goes yeah. to jail. But me and somebody that don't, that's not right. Well, we don't know that every regular person If goes that regular to jail. person would have been the point whatever they was where I was, they went to jail, right, Robert? You were point what? I don't know. He never, you know. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. well, okay. Well, since you put it like that, you know, probably if I have, I'm gonna put myself out there now. To answer your question, yes, a normal person probably would have went to jail that yeah. night. Is is was it right that he let you go? Absolutely not. Right. Absolutely not. Well, hold that down. We're gonna uh, we gotta take another break here, but you know, I got Robert Midget in the studio. We call Midge my best friend from college, you know, and we're going to still talk about, you know, and get his opinion on everything. You know, it's all about Robert this show. So this is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. 
James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Jane. This is Jane Loving by hosting Loving That Sports Talk. I got my guest Robert Midget, one of my players that we played together in University of Wyoming, and I call him Midge. But you know, Robert, I'm, I'm with Robert. You know, Midge. You know, I can't call you Midge. You know, I'm trying to be professional. I'm trying to be professional. Oh, you know, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, Midge. You know, um, it's it's just like more about you know the college and what you think of the players, the younger players. What they need to do is to come up to be one as a as a person. That's what we want them to be, a great person to grow up. And then an athlete. And, you know, you, have, you definitely have to be a student, you know. Mm-hmm. More about that. I, I think the if I can give a, a an athlete one bit of advice, mm-hmm. I'll probably two pieces, to don't limit yourself in your friendships to just athletes. Mm-hmm. There are... At, at our school, there was over 10,000 students there. And to be honest with you, I can only really remember the guys that I played with. Yeah. And uh, if I could go back in time, I would spend more time getting to know those people that were were regular students. Uh, what do you mean I, regular? Well, when I say Playing, regular, re- to me, an athlete, especially a football player, we're not regular students. We go to school. Uh, we 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 wake up. We go if we got any little injuries. We got to wake up in the morning and go to the training room to get treatment. Right. Then you got to go to class. Then you got to go back for treatment. Then you got to go to class and then meetings. Then practice. Mm-hmm. Then lift weights. We don't really have any time. We don't have the time that do when I say regular students have. Right. Regular students get up go to class, go back and watch the soaps, <laughs> play some dominoes. Domino. Yeah. Hey, you play dominoes? I play a little bit. <laughs> I, uh, I little know bit. your game. I know your game. I know I played you some dominoes. I know your game, man. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so they get a chance to experience college life. So you're saying the regular student life is better than the, the athlete life? No, you said, no, 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 You no, said no, college no. life now. No, I didn't say that they have a better life. <laughs> I didn't say that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, because as a football player, we did have a, we did have fun. Okay, don't, anybody listening today, don't take away that Robert Midget said that college football <laughs> players don't have fun. That's not what I'm saying. But the uh, the other Athletes uh, knock off the, the student, knock yeah. off the athlete part yeah. of it. Uh, they they have a lot, I'm sure, to mm-hmm. offer to somebody like me who didn't get a chance to do some of the things that they would have done. They've made connections, they've made uh, built relationships with yeah. people other than athletes. So, as a football player, as a basketball player. At college, I would say build relationships with those people outside the athletic department, outside of your sport, outside of a sister sport. Well, I, you know, I, I'm not to cut you off, Rob. I know what you're saying because, you know, like you said, at, at Wyoming, speaking at Wyoming, we went together. It was like you say, we woke up, we had to go to meeting, practice, school, then football, then after that. It was always us together. You know how we did everything. We sat around and played cards together, domino. 
we stuck with our group. And I know what you're saying about that. We never stepped out of the line and go hang out at the library, hang out with other people that was hanging out, you know, the other students, you know. And I know what you're saying. It was just the football players sticking together. And we did every we did everything together, Rob. I remember we, I mean, we, you know, not going to eat up. What do you get up, you know? We playing spades down in the lobby, you know. Or we, we went to the clubs together, the bar, you know. Mm-hmm. We when one was ready, we waited for the other to get ready. Am I right? Yep. So I know what you're saying. Well, go outside of that as a student, you know, because you are a student, not just an athlete. You're a student. Go outside of that, that group, and you know, and, and mingle with anybody else. And, and you're right. I'm, I'm thinking about when you said that, like, God, we did. We was like, it was just us. Yep. And that's what I would tell. That's the advice I would give somebody else. Because there's a James, there's a there's a uh, the co- a commercial. It's an NCAA commercial that they play during the basketball, the football games, and they talk about there's over ten thousand student athletes in NCAA, and every one of them is going to go pro in something. Okay, and that's profound because we all think we're going pro in the NFL, or the NBA, or NHL, or whatever it might be. But uh, for me, uh, right now, you're a pro at what you're doing. You've gone pro with this. I've gone pro with what I'm doing. So uh, those relationships that I could have built or should have built in college, maybe I would have gone pro in something else. Not right. that I'm, not that I'm, my choice, I would have had more choices. Right. And it's always nice to have choices. It is. We got True Luck on the phone. Are you there, True? Hello? Did you say, name? How you doing today, True Luck? I'm blessed. I'm 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 eating some food. Sound like you eat some potato chips. Back. I'm loving this sports stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, say you sound like you eat some potato chips. Yeah, man. You know, like I got some potato chips. You know, I'm I'm looking at some some cards. You know, playing some spades or something like that. <laughs> you don't know nothing about them spades, man. You don't know nothing about them spades, man. Yeah, you know, I'm one of the best at it, man, so I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there right now. True, can you can you get, like, a, like I was asking Rob, our younger listeners, some advice out. Coming up, like you're saying, playing, and everybody want to play pro ball. What advice would you give them? What, advi- what, I, what advice would I give them? Yeah. Uh, the young kids around the nation. Listen, listen, guys. Anywhere around the nation, that you know, you just have you have to you have to believe, and there's there's no question about it. I'm not going to limit any child, and I'm not going to sit and sit here and, and say for one second that you can't do it because all things are possible for them that believe. If you believe it, then you act on what you believe. Now, it's not going to be easy because if it was easy, everyone would do it. So, but the thing is that if you believe it then you're going to act on it, and you're going to keep going. Because a door closed, you can fall one time, you can fall three times, you can even fall ten times, but if you get up and keep going, then nobody can stop you because of the fact that that's going to come to pass for you. So if you believe it, then you act on it. And, and that's the whole thing. A lot of people, they say it, and a lot of kids, they say it because you have a lot of people that tell them to distract these kids. No, I'm not distracting no kid in no way. If you, if you believe it, then you're going to doing it you're going to take the time and say okay well let's keep going let's keep going so i like to tell a lot of kids that is that keep going when all when, when all else fails when all else fails keep going because there's a there's a door that's going to be open for you and when that door opens for you 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 run through it because of the fact that it's, it's, it's already been there just that 
a lot of people have been telling you no, 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 and all they know is as more times people tell you no, that's just more doors that's going up. That's just more obstacles. Because if you believe it, you ain't got to say you ain't got to say nothing, nothing anymore to anyone else. Just keep doing, doing what you believe. Hey, true, true is Robert. Do, do you uh, do you have kids, or are I you around kids. kids all the time? I'm around kids all the time. And you know, it, it and sounds you can come like to inside the trenches, uh, uh, football camps. You know, uh, powered by Lifetime. Anytime y'all ready, now we're gonna get y'all ready. Up, just, just, just letting y'all. Oh, I just, did I just throw a plug out there, Jay? I just, yes, go uh, ahead. Yeah. I died, died, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I'm around, I'm around kids all the time, and and, and I have uh, I have children. Okay, so it, it sounds the reason I asked is because the, the answer you're giving us, it sounds like you've said this a million times already, and it's not something that you have rehearsed. This is something that you you've said it and you believe it. And when you yeah. say something you believe, it it comes off as sincere. No, I mean one one thing is that I, I played in Division Three, and there were so many doors that you know so many people. And I, I had a coach told me told me this, and 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 it. it it stuck with me so much, you know, is that he said, it ain't where you're from, it's how you come. And, and, then, and then I heard a rapper say, say the same thing, too. But I'm like, it ain't where you're from, it's how you come. I'm like, wait a minute, what is this? But, but when, when, when you're in Division three, it's, 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 it's nearly impossible for you to be looked at. You've got to do something that's different from everyone else to make this thing happen. Now, you know, I'm, I'm let everybody know, if you don't know, you know now, is I, I trust in God with all my heart because you can't yeah. lean on your own understanding when it comes to something like this. I mean, Division three to Division one, what is it? Uh, 300 Division one schools? I don't know, you know. And if there's 10 kids, 10 yeah. kids from 300 schools, that's, that's 300,000. Let me see, that's 3,000. 3,000 kids, 3,000, 3, even 300,000. 30, 30,000 kids. 30,000 kids across the board. Now, there's only seven rounds, and when it comes to football, you know, there's seven rounds. So, you know, one kid, now you're talking about one kid, 30, you're talking about one kid, 32 teams. So, I mean, 32 times seven, you know, I mean, we could, I don't want to start breaking down the numbers, but you only got 200 and something kids that's being picked every year out of 30,000 Division One schools. So if you if you don't believe in, in what you're doing, you got to believe in what you're doing. I don't care what it is. If you playing if you playing hopscotch, you playing marbles, you better believe that you're the best and, and keep doing it. Right. Keep doing keep doing it. And and then when no when 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 all else fails, do it. Keep doing it again. So so that that I mean so my my story in itself, man. Just you know, it, it took a teacher. You know, it took a teacher to simply say something. You know, a coach to say something to me that just it just stuck with me so much that. You couldn't. You couldn't turn me from it. You couldn't turn me. You can't turn anyone from what they believe. When they truly do believe something, they, they're not going to talk about. It. They're going to simply show you. They're well, going to show me. And right? you know, like I said, you know, we got one minute for break. But you know, True Luck is um, the um, host of um, Inside Your Trenches, and he's going to be on my. He'll be my guest next week on the show. I will listen and know. Um, go ahead, True Luck. Before we go to commercial, uh, give a shout out to what you're doing and all like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the host of Inside the Trenches, your weekly uh, interactive show. Now we got two shows. We got we got the radio show and we got the live show portions for for you and yours that want to be on the live show portion. Simply just go to InsideTheTrenches.com and join them for the community. And what you can do in the community is you can simply upload some of your videos and in some of your photos to let us know what's hot in the streets. Let us know what's going on in your neck of the woods. And you can simply let us know because we believe this is simply. 
greater is he that lives inside of you. So, and how can we bring that out is allow us to tell your story. So go to InsideTheTrenches.com and simply become a fan. We'll see you when we see you. All right, and he'll be on the guest on the show next week. Thanks, Trula. And this is James Lovin. We'll be back with hosting that sports, loving that sports talk with my guest Robert Midget, as we call him Midget in the studio. And we'd like to thank Trula for calling in. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on, it will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news, Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck, a no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's more than a sports show. Tune in every Friday for End of the Bench with Tony Bowie. Tony knows and does it all. Whether it's sports, business, or politics, the discussion all comes to focus in one place. You'll hear from the personalities as well as the everyday people, each bringing their own perspective to the discussion. This is a weekly forum that you'll want to be a part of. End of the Bench with Tony Bowie airs live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Lemon. I'm back hosting Loving That Sports Talk. I got my guest Robert Midget in the studio. I got my guys, guest True Luck, uh, host of Inside the Treasure. True, before we only got that much long, can you give us a little something to go out with, you know, for the, um, everybody, all our listeners, kids, adults, um, people in normal life, you know what I'm saying? Everybody normal. Is that something you could give a word out to us? Uh, a, a, word, a word out to the kids ac- across the nation. I'm, uh, you know, Keep keep following your dreams and believe. Now, believe is not easy, but achieving is because you can achieve anything that you believe. So simply continue doing what you're doing and always remember that greater is he that lives inside of me and it's time for him to bring that person out of you. And that I mean, that's when the great things are, are come up in your life. So continue doing what you're doing. 
and um, we're all here for you. We love you. Thank you, True. And True will be on my guest next week in the studio. So thanks for calling in today. Uh, you got it, baby. All right. And, and and Robert, you know, and just having you as a guest, as you know, I I would school with you around me. Go ahead, you know, t- you know, I'm gonna let you just talk what you want to talk about. Go ahead. You know, the, when you asked me to be on the show, uh, you know, I was all game for it, and mm-hmm. and now I'm in the studio, I was all nervous. <laughs> you had to bring it out of me, and uh, it, I, we've been talking serious. You know, what kids need to do, and uh, what kind of advice would I give? Mm-hmm. Uh, True just came on and gave. A, uh, it was almost like a sermon, but it was true. Okay, just like his name. I also want to add that you got to have fun. Okay, when you go off to college, and I recommend every kid at least spend two years away from home at college because the friends that you have in high school, I love them to death. You know, I still got some really good friends back in Detroit. I went to high school with them. I called them my best friends in high school. But the friends that you meet in college, the young men and young women that you grow up that you grow up with in college, they're going to be your friends for life. Yeah. Okay, I met James in 1986. Yeah. And what year is this? 2010. Almost 2011. Yeah. Okay, I remember when I came on my recruiting trip (laughs) (laughs) with another brother from Detroit, (laughs) and he had on this other brother from Detroit. Now, back in Detroit, you know, it gets cold, (laughs) and, and, you know, we think we got some style back there, and he had on a a lambskin, (laughs) sheepskin-type coat. Go ahead. Do that testimony. And and love, I swear, we were going to beat love up <laughs> because he was talking about us so hard. <laughs> I mean, you know, we didn't know love. I mean, we were still in high school. And love yeah. was talking about us so bad. We called it blowing. Yeah. Or, you no, know, people call it capping. Capping, yeah. Love was capping on us so hard. I swear, we were plotting on how we, no, no, we from Detroit now. <laughs> yeah. We from Detroit. We were, we were plotting on how we were going to get James behind closed doors and just beat him down. <laughs> And now here we are over 20 years later, yeah. and I'm on his radio show calling him one of my best friends, hanging out, uh, you know, doing what old men do. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So um, so you know, have fun. Meet people. Grow up. Become men together. We, we, yeah, when you're 17, 18 years old, freshman in high school, I mean freshman in college, you think you know everything, but you yeah. don't know nothing. You don't know. Okay. And then you meet these guys and you grow up together. I mean, the four or five years that we were together, actually, me and Love, we were only there together for two years. Two years, yeah. I was two, only years. two years. Yeah. But in those two years, we, become, we, we built a bond that we'll have forever. Yeah. You know, so uh, that's special to me. And if, if, take that, use it. You never know when something's going to happen. Right. And you never know when I'll be in Phoenix. I, I hadn't seen James in 20 years. Yeah. And I called him up and said, hey, man, I'm in Phoenix. 20 years well, I yeah. hadn't seen him. And then we well. picked up, we go to dinner, and we pick up where we left off 20 yeah. years ago. And, and like Rob would say, we still capping on each other, boy. <laughs> he talked about my suit. I talked about his tight shirt. But like what you said, Rob, it's like, you know, me and you got this. I mean, when you say you had a bond with people, like say you call up, hey, what are you doing? I'm in town. We go and hook up, like you said. We 
right where we were in college. Like, we young, you know, like, talk about each other, you know? Yeah. You know, we got a friend named Eric Glover, you know, he's supposed to call in. But, you know, it's, it's like we still have fun, you know, we and we respect each other. That's the thing about it. You respect each other, and that's the key to it, you know. Glover was supposed to call in. He was supposed to call you, in. You know what? For y'all don't know Eric Glover. We call, <laughs> yeah. we call each other by our last name yeah. as a freshman. Uh, I was they used to call me Baby Huey because yeah. I was uh, you know I was young and I was young coming out of high. I was seventeen. Wear tight shirts, <laughs> and I was big, you know. Wear tight shirts. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at, in two days, the upperclassmen make the freshmen sing. Yeah, and now Glover, he he's a big old dude, <laughs> and he had these these red eyes, and he was just scary looking, and uh, they started tapping on the glasses and. And I'm going to get up and leave real quick. And, and Glover looks at me, and his eyes are all red. And I figured, okay, I'm going to sing something. I ain't know no song other than the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want me to sing no. it. <laughs> Go ahead. Give us a little of that, man. Go ahead. Oh, say, can you see? <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. That's hey, it. Man. Yeah. We don't want you to open up no ceremony. <laughs> but like Rob said, this is the fun that we have. We've been having this, like, he called me up, Quay, and we sit back like we was back in school playing cards and dominoes, you know, like talk smack about each other. He's still talking about that suit I wore out. I'm still talking about those tight shirts. He'll tell me, Love, I ain't got no tight shirt on. I like, <laughs> and it was tight though. Yeah, it was I can't tight. Lie, it was tight. Yeah, it was tight. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it was my it was my son's shirt. My son's five years <laughs> old. Like, did you get dressed in the dark? <laughs> but he talked about my suit. He told me I look like a uh, what? You told me I look like he looked like a preacher. <laughs> he had a three piece suit on <laughs> with, with a tie. I did, and it was ten o'clock at night. <laughs> I did. I did. It was a nice suit, though. I got to yeah. give him that. <laughs> I did. I was like, I'm wearing this suit. I had the jacket flipped over. I'm gloved on here. I told Glove I'm wearing, wearing a suit, you know. <laughs> I was so bad at being like, why you call Glover? Glover called me. You know? Now, see, I'm going to live this down. I did not call Glover, y'all. Listen to this. This is, this is the truth right here. Glover called me, and he just said, hey, man, innocent enough. He said, what did, what did Love have on? And I said he had on a three piece suit, <laughs> and I was giving Love some some props. And next thing I know, Love's calling me up saying, "Man, why you blowing on my suit?" <laughs> <laughs> the Glover called me. You went just talking about it. like, okay, that old midget did. Yeah, okay, I called midget like, why you calling told Glover about the suit I want? I denied it. Wasn't me. Like Eddie Murphy, wasn't me. Wasn't me. But everybody, you know, Rob Midget in the studio, he's out here working. We definitely got to have him back in the studio. Anytime, Rob, you come back and we talk like this and have fun. Can I crash the show? Go ahead. Go crash the show. No, I can crash the show next week when True is here. Yeah, come on in. I'm going to come in and knock on the door. Yeah, come on in. Okay, because I'm right down the street. Well, yeah. uh, Rob, you here? Come on in every time. Is True going to bring those potato chips? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Please don't wear that tight shirt, too. (laughs) I'm going to have to wear a tight shirt just so everybody, so love can see it again and true can see it. He can give, he can tell y'all whether that suit, I'm sorry, whether that shirt was really tight. <laughs> yeah, again, y'all got to see that shirt he be wearing. I'm like, why you wear that tight <laughs> It made my veins pop out. Yeah, yeah like, you give him blood? 
Oh, well, you're arriving. We'll see you next week too, right? You'll be I, I'm, here. I'm gonna try to make. It. Okay. Yeah, I'll be back. Yeah, I'm okay. going. I'm going home for uh, for uh, for Christmas. Okay, and I'll be back next. Well, you week. right down the street. Yeah, Guess right we have Robert mentioned the show too. You know, and and like I say, you know, glad to have you. Here. Glad to be your best friend. Man, I'm so glad that I've seen you. We've talked and <laughs> and we picked up right where we left off. And I really appreciate being on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really appreciate you. Uh, Caring and wanting me to to say what my insights and what my thoughts are to our to our young people. I really appreciate the opportunity to do that, James. Thank you, Robert. And I'm definitely like I say we'll see you next week. And um, this is James Loving, hosting another one of that sports show, loving that sports talk again. And definitely you got to tune in next week. You know my guest Robert and True Luck in the studio. And see you next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.